The reality that just about anyone can say just about anything hasn't fully sunk into the minds of everyone who consume information online around financial topics. We know this by how even our clients sometimes get swept up with the financial entertainers on TikTok and YouTube who are given very specific advice, financial advice and recommendations without fully knowing what their audience balance sheet looks like. Today, we're going to discuss how as entertaining some of the people online may be. Some of them can be listened to for fun, but as far as taking specific advice, people should be on the guard to ensure that they don't make mistakes that are irreversible. So the big question is this, how do veterinarians like you who live demanding lives, who never seem to have enough time, able to achieve balance and take control of your finances with confidence? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. We are Florida Veterinary Advisors, and this is the Smarter Vet Podcast. Hey, Smarter Vets. This is Tom Seco and CJ Burnett. We're financial advisors that work with veterinarians, practice owners, and the veterinary community across the United States, the owners of Florida Veterinary Advisors, and the host of the Smarter Vet Financial Podcast. Our mission is to provide a different way of thinking to make financial decisions easy so you can spend time doing other things. Make sure to check out all of our other great resources available on our website, such as complimentary financial race CEs, assessments, videos, articles. You can find them all by visiting flvetadvisors.com. And if you're finding this podcast to be helpful, make sure to rate and review us on Apple or Spotify. If not, give us a rating on the Smarter Vet Financial Facebook page and follow us there. Tom, you and I talk about financial entertainers pretty frequently because they're everywhere, right? They come in all shapes and sizes. They're on all platforms all over the internet. And we also know that a lot of people are taking the things that they say to be absolutely true and making financial decisions based on the things that they hear. And some of them very much so regret it. It's actually quite scary to see how much information there is out on the internet these days because they're depending on who who's absorbing the content or what they're actually watching or at what time of their life they're presented with something like there's things that I know when I'm on my my social feeds these days like I'm getting bombarded with so much stuff like advertisements is one but now it's like I'm getting you know little tidbits of things that I should be doing and I this episode we really wanted to talk on the fact of just like how they're I'm sure a lot of you who do listen to our show, if this is the first time you're here, it's awesome to have you. If you're one of our frequent listeners, it's great to have you back. And uh, there's a lot of times where there's like this information overload that's out there. There's just so much from a financial standpoint, even just life period. And, you know, one thing is that we've always wanted to figure out how to translate information better for people over time. Uh, and as you can see, I'm like, I, I don't, I don't personally have a TikTok account, but I know CJ, I'm sure you've seen some things popping up, Instagram, Facebook, like there is like, it is plastered all over the place of just things that are popping up. There's like almost like fads, the things that are, occur. Well, and fads are, fads are typical in fashion. Fads are typical in a lot of different industries. And, you know, the, I mean, even I remember the uh, ice bucket challenge. You remember that? Yeah, I never did it. Did you? No, no, I wouldn't. No, I live in Florida for a reason. I don't like cold. So yeah, no, I, n- I never did the ice bucket challenge. But you know, what's what's funny about even fads is like, you know, if we're not careful, and we're always following fads, because following fads for, for, you know, home decor, 
not a bad idea, right? What's the worst that's going to happen? You lose a little money every few years. You redo your 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 kitchen or whatever with whatever fad is going on. So what? However, there are things that follow the internet where there are there are financial fads in which people start putting money in places that that may or may work out. And I think financial entertainers that are out there, almost invariably, a lot of them don't have a license of any kind. And a lot of them get paid really as advertisers, right? So they get, they're paid to get listeners. And so, you know, they're oftentimes out there and, and I don't want to use terms like clickbait, but I mean, let's, let's be honest. If someone's a marketer, more than likely they're creating material just to get people to click on just so that they can get eyeballs on their stuff. So then they can charge ad revenue from somewhere else. They may not even be financial professionals. They're just people on the internet saying what they want to say, because, Hey, if you don't have a license, then no one's going to regulate you. No one's going to tell you what you can and can't say. Hence where the, the entertainer fact of comes in here. Cause it's like, these people are really just trying to get followers. They're trying to get people to buy into, you know, it could be something that's completely factually incorrect, or maybe in the context that is being put in. And, you know, some of the things that do pop up a lot, I know, uh, our entire world has been built around like, how do you eventually one day be able to retire? And real estate is a big place where a lot of people consider. And there's times where entertainers will be promoting investing in real estate and they try to sell you a kit on how now you could become like this guru at buying a bunch of rental properties and start putting funds in different places to, uh, you know, now you can generate passive income. And it may work well for some people, maybe for yourself, uh, but there are other people that, you know, they will end up doing it and it just tends to uh, be a big mistake. And it's something that's coming to my mind as we talk about this. Uh, like even with the stock market, there were restrictions that were put on it over time because of the factor of like how easily it was to get into the market that people were able to day trade without a problem. And then the government realized like not everyone knows how to day trade and actually make money. So then they put limitations on like, well, for you to do this now, you need to come up with a certain amount of money and deposit in an account to be able to buy and sell stocks along the way. So it's like there there are things that could be good for you and then there could be stuff that's not so good and it's really being able to take it as a grain of salt. And usually we just want to stay away from absolutes. Like when someone says you should buy or you should invest in like, you know, like, it, it, you know, because that those those you shoulds. Uh, I, I remember there was actually, I think one of the people that, uh, in VetMed, who's like a psychologist, she, she said, you don't want to should everywhere, right? And she was do, talking about it in a different concept, context, right? You don't want to always say, I should have done. you're shooting everywhere. Yeah, dude. I'm shooting. Yeah, stop shooting everywhere. What are you doing? And she's like, you shouldn't, you shouldn't, you know, be like, oh, I should have done, I should have done this, I should have done that, right? Because you just start beating yourself up. But like, I think in this, in just in the same way, we also don't want to always run to when someone says we should do something, we don't want to sit there and go, oh, yes, like I need to do that, you know, because it's good for me or whatever. Like we take a step back, ask questions, think about it. And I think a lot of the times people will be, will go, they'll go online and say, look, this is how I made a bajillion dollars or whatever. And it's like, okay, great. That's how they made it. Maybe you can do it. Maybe you can't. Like I, I it, nothing's a surefire thing. So if you stay away from absolutes, then I think oftentimes and you ask more questions, you really can't get in, in, into problems whenever you're just constantly asking questions and constantly digging where you know all of the information before necessarily doing something from a financial perspective. Another thought on this too, like a really scary part is that we find that you know society as a whole as well will tend to, depending on who you know or don't know or like the relationships that you create, people might put you down or make you not feel good about something because you're not doing it. 
And one thing is, is with the amount of abundance of information that's out there these days, you know, I'm sure most of you have heard of FOMO before, fear of missing out. And it's one of those things that like people are pushing so much stuff. And I will tell you, I'm kind of dizzy of all the information too. And I'm one of the financial guys that are out there and they might just be pushing information and pushing information because they want the listeners, they want the followers because that's how they make their money. But the advice might be kind of so-so. Maybe it's applicable for the, you. Maybe it's not applicable. You again, like what we were talking about a moment ago. So it's like there's this this element of almost shame that can be out there as well. Well, some yeah, and some financial entertainers they shame people that call into their show because it's that's entertaining, right? For a lot of people, they that that's something that they enjoy watching. So, and there is something that you can look up. You actually can for when it comes to people who are licensed, at least people who are financial advisors. You can actually look up their uh, licensing. You can look them up on brokercheck.com. You can look them up uh, different state websites. And oftentimes that can, that looking people up to find out if they have a license or, or uh, you know, or maybe they don't have, you know, you find out that they don't have a license. Sometimes that'll help you help guide you to know more of their background, where they're coming from, what they believe in. And that can give you a, a, some perspective of where they're coming from whenever they're saying certain things online. The one thing that I want to just hone in on, especially now, because we say this over and over and over again, I don't think I can say it enough. More information is not necessarily what people need. Rather, it's the translation of information to how it affects that individual specifically that they're looking for, right? Which more often than not, you can't get off of the internet. Like you can't get personalized mm -hmm. advice off of people on TikTok or YouTube or Twitter, well, now called X, you, it's just simply not going to going to be something that is is going to work 100% of the time. So we really can't depend on, you know, following everybody else and not not saying, you know what, I don't need a professional, I can do it on my own, because you may be able to do it on your own, right? Just make just recognize that you're going to be sifting through a lot of different information out there. And not all of it would actually translate to actually impact being something that you yourself should take advantage of. There is no perfect time to start anything. So maybe you should consider starting now. We created a brief 10 question quiz that will give you a financial checkup to make sure you're addressing every corner of your finances. This includes how you're protecting yourself from risk, how much money you're actually saving for your plan and building up a balanced asset portfolio while you take in consideration different taxes and risk and buckets that are out there. To take this quick quiz, click on the link in the description of the podcast or visit our website at flveterinaryadvisors.com. There is a big belief that we, I've noticed myself, uh, I'm sure CJ, you can chime in on this as well, is that whenever you are getting advice from people, that there, there could be no bias that's involved in it. Like, you know, objectively, we always want to figure out a way, is there like, hey, can we find information that is being 100% truthful, that's being communicated to us, and, you know, we, we think that because they're the experts that they must be absolutely right in what it is. And we find that this tends to be like, there's, there's a bias that can be easily inter uh, injected in things. I, we all have it to a certain degree. And I know CJ and I, we have to check ourselves regularly at the door to make sure we're going into conversations from a, a larger perspective, because, you know, at the end of the day, we all have certain uh, histories and things that we've built up over time that have created this belief system that we have. And it doesn't make us necessarily wrong, but what really what needs to happen is when we start seeing information and as life is unfolding, we're absorbing different content, 
we got to make sure that we're examining, like if really examining what's being said closely. Otherwise, if we take it on the surface level at times, you know, where will that put you financially in your plan? Just because someone's biased doesn't make them wrong. So examine what they're saying closely. Everyone is human, right? We just want to, and you want to make sure that you understand the context of everything that people are giving to you, especially when they're presenting you with a financial decision that it could potentially be very big as far as its impact on your future and on your present present situation. Now, there is a big difference also between strategic thinking and tactical thinking. The world, oftentimes we find that people think in tactics, like, should I put money in a 401k? Uh, you know, do I, um, how big of a home should I buy? Like, it's it's really tactical decisions. They're financial decisions, but they're not looking at the, the, the global aspect of it. It's not looking at the strategy that's associated with it. So when people are like, oh, you need to put money in real estate, it's like, that's a tactical decision. But like, what's the strategy? And oftentimes people don't really know the difference between the two. I know Tom and I spend a lot of time uh, with clients even, like helping people peel apart, like what what part of this is the st strategy part? What part of it is the tactical? Because usually people start with a tactical and then they end up with a strategy as opposed to starting with the strategy and then ending up with the tactical things that they need to do in order to accomplish the overarching goal that they have. So empirical evidence right? How to separate truth from fiction. You want to ask, is there a possible scenario where what that person just told me, what that person just said on the internet could be wrong for a specific individual? I know that when it comes to sifting through whether something is true or false, because everything's in context, because something might be true, but like not always true in every situation. An example of this would be, as an example, I was teaching a financial course at a church and there was another advisor who was taking that financial course. And in, in the conversation of a bunch of different things, someone asked, you know, something about, Hey, when, you know, my, my life insurance, I should make my estate the, the beneficiary of my life insurance. And that advisor in that class said, no one should ever first mistake, right? Saying never, no one should ever put their estate as the beneficiary of their life insurance. And then like, I didn't, I didn't bring it up in the class. I wasn't going to bring up this, this, this one scenario in which maybe someone would consider putting their estate as the beneficiary. But I asked that I, I, after the class, I went up behind and I said, Hey, um, what if their beneficiaries don't have a social security number and live in a different country? And he goes, okay, maybe there is one scenario in which someone should put the estate as their beneficiary. So like we, we have to just know that sometimes they're, they're, you know, from what is normally true across the board, usually there's, there's always going to be one or two people in which that piece of information doesn't actually apply. And when looking at finances from a, a tactical perspective, it is very easy to make decisions to not be able to understand the, the good or bad, bad implications or the ripple effect that it can have throughout the, the rest of your entire financial life. Uh, and I, I just think about there's some conversations that uh, even just having with other people throughout time where just trying to figure out where to cut things from an expense standpoint or making decisions around buying certain insurances. And, and we it seems like we get so into a rabbit hole around that particular decision that everything else tends to be like forgotten, not even uh, addressed any further. And then by the time you know it, it's like, holy cow, something just happened. 
And I really should have thought about that from a bigger perspective. And it's, it's amazing how often uh, we've ex- even experienced this over our career since we've been working within uh, finances and uh, how people will make certain decisions. And what's, what's really intriguing about this is that there are some things that are somewhat black and white from a financial perspective. Like there are stuff, it's like it is either it is or it either it isn't. But then there is a lot of stuff where it is kind of like in the eye of the beholder, which is when it comes to planning, there is no one one piece of solution or one piece of advice that's going to fit every specific person out there. And that's the scary thing when I when I even see uh, some things that are online or I see information that's getting pushed out there. I just wonder how many people are going to see this and jump at it and say, wow, I need to go start doing this right now without taking a step back and really considering like, well, how does it, how does it help them better their life? So like, is there any kind Tom, you think there's any resource out there that may be coming out in the next few months that could help people? <laughs> I don't know, know the difference between strategic thinking and tactical thinking, or even you know, just general financial. I think, I think I know of one thing that's really, that's coming out. There's some other there good is. stuff that's out there. Okay. But the one thing that's coming out, so if you haven't caught wind of this yet, we are writing a book. Like, how amazing is that? We have a book. And guess what the title is? It's called Unleashed, The Financial Clarity Every Veterinarian Needs. So, you know, we have so many recommendations we give. We find that people find like a lot of financial books are kind of boring. Uh, and, you know, the content, even though it has good content in it. Uh, so we decided to write our own and we hope that Every one of you that listen, do pick up a copy of it when it does get pushed out there because we did our best to make it as interesting and as intriguing as possible. If you're enjoying our show, what we could really do is we have a favor to ask from you. Please help us spread the word about our podcast by liking the show on our Smarter Vet Financial Pace Facebook page. Uh, if you've particularly enjoyed this episode, share it with a friend or two. Uh, if there's another episode you've listened to and you've not had a chance to share it with your friend, Go back and share that as well. We could really use your help being able to spread the word about our show. This is CJ Burnett. And I'm Tom Seco. Wishing you a lifetime of financial success. Don't forget to visit our website and sign up for our newsletter. By subscribing, you'll be the first to know about upcoming race-approved CE webinars, podcast releases, short presentations, and articles that we publish. Make sure to like us on Facebook, follow us on LinkedIn, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. CJ Burnett and Tom Seco are registered representatives and financial advisors of Park Avenue Securities LLC and financial representatives of the Guardian Life Insurance Company of America, New York, New York. CJ Burnett's and Tom Seco's California licenses are 0K79676 and 0K80141, respectively. Security products and advisory services are offered through Park Avenue Securities LLC, a registered broker dealer, investment advisor, member of FINRA and the SIPC, and a wholly owned subsidiary of Guardian. Florida Veneer Advisors is not an affiliate or subsidiary of Park Avenue Securities or Guardian. This podcast is for information purposes only guest speakers and their firms are not affiliated with or endorsed by park avenue securities guardian or florida veterinary advisors and opinions stated are their own this material is intended for general use by providing the content park avenue securities llc and your financial representative are not undertaking to provide investment advice or make a recommendation for a specific individual or situation or to otherwise act in a fiduciary capacity all investments contain risk and may lose value past performance is not a guarantee of future results the individuals associated with florida veterinary advisors do not maintain specialized licenses or qualifications for the financial services provided to veterinary professionals florida veterinary advisors is not registered in any state or with the u.s Securities and Exchange Commission as a registered investment advisor. Submission number 2023-166-134 expires December 2025.